Friends of the Rockney cast, what if I told you that comedian Theo Vaughn interviewed Tony Robbins? Would you be like, oh my God, I would love to hear that interview. And what if I doubled down and told you that interview was free? You'd be like, no way, no way. I I thought Tony Robbins was like on an infomercial. I had to pay a lot of money. No, I'm telling you, it's free. Welcome to the first episode of the Rock Me Cast. This is a podcast designed to help dudes improve their lives in mind, body, and spirit. And also for women who like maybe want to help their dudes, but mainly this is focused on dudes, how to help and improve your life. And it doesn't get any better than Theo Vaughn, Tony Robbins, and it was free on YouTube. So for this episode of the Rockney Cast, in my first post Rockney Cast reset, I'm going to focus on Tony Robbins, the interview that he uh, participated in with comedian Theo Vaughn. I'm going to give you some key takeaways that I learned in the first hour of the interview, because I got to get work done. I got to make a living, boys, because the Rockney Cast... You guys aren't really giving me enough recommendations. So um, I got to get to work. But I wanted to share with you how I learned about this interview, where you can find it, and some of the key takeaways. And also, I want to get into a little bit of this whole Tony Robbins phenomenon and share a little story with you about kind of what my perception of Tony Robbins was and whether he's just totally full of bullshit. Well, here's the deal. Tony Robbins is not like the, the 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 con man infomercial guy, you know, like the guy that, you know, was selling ads. Remember, like in the early 90s, there was some dipshit that was selling ads and like you put an ad in newspaper and get really rich. Well, this so so the, this is how I found out about Tony Robbins. Not that he was selling ads, but I don't know if, if for those of you who are like in your 40s, I'm going to share with you. So the, for the first part, I'm going to get into like what my perception of Tony Robbins was. Now, stay, stay with me here, people, because this interview was freaking awesome. So I'm going to give you some of the key takeaways from this interview. And you're going to be able to experience it because of what I highlighted. You can, you can, some of you are like, oh my God, I don't want to. I don't want to have to read a book. I like I'm busy. So this is a two-hour interview. You can watch that on YouTube. And like each 10 minutes, it's just like freaking awesome. So you can only if you have 10 minutes, you can just watch this episode. But so let's talk about Tony Robbins. What my first perception of Tony Robbins is. I'll even give you a little Tony Robbins negative rock me cast feedback that I got from one dude when he thought I was making fun of Tony Robbins. But so Tony Robbins. I think we all know who Tony Robbins is. Uh, he's kind of a self-help guru. And the question with any guru or any kind of fad is, is this just kind of a bunch of bullshit? Like, is this some guy who like recruits people to these stadiums and you all just do a giant circle jerk and tell each other how great you are and, you know, take enemas and just, you know, pat each other on the back. And just basically, you know, give everyone a reach around and then feel better and then move on. Is it, is that what he is? 
because that was kind of my first perception of Tony Robbins, not that he was giving circle jerks at, you know, these sessions, but that he was kind of a con man. So those of you who are in your 40s, do you remember growing up or, or older, there were like these late night shows that were sponsored. These were some of the, and this is when he had like three channels. They had like NBC, CBS, and um, ABC. And so after kind of the evening news would go off, like, and after even sometimes some of the late night TV shows were over, they would fill in their, their kind of time slots with kind of sponsored half hour ads. One of them was this loser. I don't even remember what his name's. I think he was convicted of fraud, but he would sell like, like you can be rich if you buy a little ad in a paper and money will come flowing in. So that was one of them. But the other one was Tony Robbins had these late night infomercials. And at the time in the late 80s and early 90s, he kind of seemed like a con man. It was like he would give these interviews. At the time, he was much younger, uber tan, really well, you know, fit. And he and he kind of, um, you know, he kind of give these infomercials. And, and he was kind of like, well, yeah, in order to actually get what I'm talking about. And he'd never really share any actual details in terms of what he was doing. And he would say, well, like, but you got to buy my seminar, go to a seminar, Tony Robbins seminar, and then you'll learn the secret sauce. It just kind of had this feeling where I'm like, is Tony Ryan's Robbins really the shit? Or is he just kind of, is he just kind of a bullshit artist? And so he became so kind of synonymous with like self-help guru. There's this line from, um, from Tommy Boy, remember that late 90s Chris Farley movie where someone says something that's kind of inspirational. And I think it may have been, you know, one of the other characters. And then Chris Farley was like, Ooh, it's Tony Robbins. It's like, Oh my gosh. Is, is he just kind of bullshit? No, he's, he's legit. And there was one time early in one of my Rockney casts, one of my 2020 or 2021 Rockney casts, I kind of made fun of Tony Robbins. I had asked someone who didn't really know me super well, but I'd asked him to review my podcast and he gave me some feedback on it. And then he said, but hey, I saw that you kind of insulted Tony Robbins. And if you're just going to insult Tony Robbins, then basically you can go fuck yourself. I mean, if that's the kind of podcast you're going to have, you can just, you can just, you don't need to, don't talk shit about Tony Robbins. And I was just kind of like, oh my God, what did I just do? Like, this guy was like really emotionally connected to Tony Robbins. And I was like, oh, well, I, okay, I, I wasn't really making fun of Tony Robbins. I was just kind of, I was kind of given a hard time to the caricature of Tony Robbins. So like, dude, like back off, which as an aside, isn't it kind of weird that some guy that really loves Tony Robbins, like can't keep his shit together when I make a small like joke about Tony Robbins. But so I've been wanting to do my first kind of post Rockney Cats reset show. And of course, I've been reading the news and I'm kind of like, you know, Odysseus, like rapping the siren song, like I, you know, to prevent him from going to get laid by the sirens. Like, I really want to do a podcast on some, on some political things, but politics is so negative and it's really not consistent with the reset. So I am still going to do some, some uh, political ones. So don't think I'm deviating from the Rackney cast reset. But, um, and that's mainly just for me, it's as much for you, just so I can like flush it out of my system. And then whether you find it entertaining, you can kind of listen to it. 
But I want to focus on those things that can improve people in mind, body, and spirit, especially for dudes. Basically, if you're a dude from like 16 to like 85, like as long as you're not, even if you're in a wheelchair, like incontinent, you're in a nursing home, maybe you could get something out of it. I don't know. But basically dudes of all ages, like how to improve your mindset, your body, your spirit, because I'm, I'm still a work in progress, but I've, you know, I've had a lot of things that I've really learned. And so I was thinking, gosh, I have not done my first Rocky cast reset. So where did I find inspiration? I was like, well, okay, um, I'm doing dry January and I'm going to do one on the perils of alcohol. But I thought, let me go onto YouTube and see kind of what I um, find on, you know, not drinking for 30 days. Like what, what benefits are for not drinking for 30 days? And so I thought, okay, well, let me just go into YouTube. And, you know, with YouTube, like there's all these different clips you can look at. You're kind of like, oh my God, I don't know what I'm going to actually check out. So then I'm like, oh, there's Theo Vaughn and Tony Robbins. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. Because, you know, Theo Vaughn, like you can see him on Netflix and he's kind of like this hilarious redneck comedian. He's probably the only guy ever that I laughed out loud during one of his sponsored ads. They're so hilarious. Like I literally love watching Theo Vaughn like read an ad. It was, it was like hilarious. So I go on to, I saw, okay, I'll, I'll clip on the 10 minute clip on YouTube of Tony Robbins being interviewed by Theo Vaughn. I'm like, that has to be good. But then I went to it and there is Theo like sharing some deep shit with Tony and Tony giving some like really actionable advice to Theo. And they were like having this moment. So then I watched this other one with Tony Robbins, this other clip of Tony Robbins and Theo Vaughn. And, you know, a lot of times like Joe Rogan, you can see on YouTube, but like if you want to watch the full thing, you got to go to Spotify. Well, on YouTube, you can actually watch the full interview for free. And it's freaking awesome. So this is one thing that I love about this particular Rock Me cast is that you can actually go on right away today and use what you've learned here and go watch this video. And, and this video is so good. It's like life-changing. And I'm only like 45 minutes in. I was like halfway in. I'm like, oh my God, I got to share this with the Rock Me cast. So I want to focus in on um, just some little things that, I got from one of the segments in the first 45 minutes, and maybe I'll even do more. Um, but, I, but I really wanted to share a few things that I've already gotten out of it that are really, really cool. So kind of one of the first thing, and I think one of the reasons why we have, I'm going to start with a phrase that he had made. You know, one skepticism that I think we have with people like Tony Robbins or anyone in the self-help space, kind of like, oh yeah, if I only knew this one little trick, I would change my life. If I only knew this one little thing, I would change my life, I'd get total, if I only knew which pill to take, I'd lose weight. Kind of a simple solution that kind of has a fraudulent feel to it. But so one of the things he talked about was um, how you build up your self-esteem. And, you know, this is a big issue, especially for younger people. Like liberals are like, oh my God, everyone needs to get a sticker because we all need to have self-esteem. And Tony Robbins had a phrase that really struck me and see if it resonates with you. He said, self-esteem is earned by doing very difficult and challenging things and seeing progress in those things. It's actually something you, there is no shortcut. You got to actually earn it. And it's hard. 
And that's one of the things I've learned at 48, I'm going to be 49 this, this year, is in almost every space, whether it's physical, whether it's emotional, whether it's spiritual, there are no shortcuts. There are ways that you can optimize. I think that's certainly true. But there's no way to get from point A to point B without a practice, without a daily practice of doing the work. You know, so if you want to get in shape, you got to do exercises. If you want to really build your muscles, you, you got to do the work. It's hard. It's difficult. It's un, it's uncomfortable. If you want to be spiritually sound, you got you got to read. You got to you got to do the work. You got to meditate. You got to you got to learn. You got to share. You got to pray. You got to sacrifice. You can't just do a shortcut. So that's a central mes message. Like, hey, um, it's earned by doing difficult things. But then it was like, hey. But then he gets into kind of the psychology. Well, then why doesn't everyone do that, right? Why don't everyone do hard things? And I think um, probably one of the reasons why uh, people don't do hard things is he kind of gets into that and why people get stuck. And you, know, you think about, I am going to do one on alcohol because when you do have these difficult adverse emotions like anger, like fear, like anxiety, they feel awful. And so what do you do? You try to do something that addresses and, and removes you from feeling those things. Well, what do most people turn to? Cigarettes, alcohol, and drugs. And what's so pernicious about each one of these things? And this is, I think, something, if you, have, if you drink every day, you are an alcoholic, period, full stop. I don't care if it's a glass of wine because you, you got to admit it, it's not a glass of wine, is it? Is it really a glass of wine? No, it's not a glass of wine. It's four glasses of wine. That, that's what it is. You don't drink a glass or two. That's the lie that you tell yourself. But what's the problem with that? In the moment, it works. In the moment, it does dis disconnect you from your anxiety, from your pain, from what's going on. It absolutely works. But does it really work? No. It's basically like saying you're cleaning your house by throwing all of your shit in the closet. Is, is, your, is your house really organized? Is it really clean? If you just throw your shit in the closet, yeah, it looks clean, but you're not really getting into the root cause of what's causing that behavior to arise in the first place. And so it's so pernicious about something like an alcohol, and Tony gets into this, why we do the things that we do that are bad, that do hold us back. And he gets into this in this interview, with Theo Vaughn, it's freaking hilarious. And I'll also tell you this hilarious read that he did, and I hope you think it's as funny as I did. Cause like Theo Vaughn is one of these guys, it's like, yeah, you listen to him and you're like, oh my God, he is so hilarious. But so why do we do it? What's so pernicious about alcohol is that in the moment it works, but what's the problem is the cost of that temporary separation, because it doesn't fix. Alcohol never fixes the problem. It covers it up. It covers up the underlying root of what's causing you to drink in the first place, the boredom, the fear, the anxiety, the anger. That's kind of the, the four horsemen of the apocalypse in terms of why people actually drink. Boredom, fear, anxiety, anger, right? And it works in the moment in the sense that it separates for you, but it doesn't solve it. But here's why it's so bad is not only does it not solve it when you're not drinking, those things are all still there and it didn't fix it. So if you drink because you are fearful, of you know, you're, you're anxious about being fat, guess what? It just made you fatter. If you drink because you have anxiety, guess what? When you're not drinking, you just made your anxiety work.
If you are um, anxious about your finances and you drink, guess what? A daily alcohol habit is going to make your finances worse and make all your problems worse. So it creates kind of this negative cycle where you're not fixing the underlying issue, you're covering it up. And then in the process of covering it up, you're only making those very things that you fear even worse. So that's what Tony Robbins gets into. And I think that's why he's so brilliant is that he doesn't just get into the things that you need to do. He gets into the deeper question of why you do those negative self-destructive habits in the first place, number one. And number two, why you don't do those positive things. And so he gets into that in terms of like, for example, how he starts his daily prayer. What, what he talks about these two motions that cause so many difficult things. Well, one of the things he recognizes, he talks about the three things that he does to, you know, a lot of influencers talk about their morning routine. routine. And so Theo asked him, well, Tony, what do you do during your morning routine? And he said, well, you know, two of the things that really um, affect a lot of people throughout the day are anger, fear, and anxiety. Anxiety is one for me that I've struggled with. Anger, not as much. Fear, not as much. Anxiety, I guess anxiety is a type of fear. So those are two emotions that cause a lot of really bad stuff, right? They really do. And so what does Tony, Tony acknowledges that, but one thing he recognizes about the human brain is that we're wired for these things. And one thing about the human brain, it's hard to feel a positive emotion and negative emotion at the same time. So for example, if you're laughing your ass off, are you feeling anxiety? Not when you're laughing, when you are really angry or when you're really happy, are you angry? No, by definition, you're not. And when you feel secure, do you feel fear? No, you don't. So one motion precludes the other. Well, what is the antidote, according to Tony Robbins, to anger and fear? Gratitude. Now, this is something, so he starts his day off with three things. Gratitude, prayer for, other, prayer for others, and then the third thing to prime himself the, the um, day is three to thrive. It's either free or three, but I think he said three to thrive. Thrive. What are the three actions that I can take to advance what I want to do in the practice of my own life? So let's start with the gratitude. Why does he start with gratitude? You know, I did an earlier podcast on gratitude, and I think I, this is not new. Like everyone's saying to a gratitude. So much so that I think people are like, oh my God, am I going to do gratitude? Gratitude's kind of like bullshit. There's a lot of reasons why people don't do gratitude because I think it's just their innate cynicism. Like, oh, I'm not going to do gratitude. It's just, it just feels too, it feels too much like you're kind of a pussy. If you're like, oh, I have gratitude. Like if some dude, like it's hard for dudes to do it because if some dude came up to you and say, what are you grateful for? You'd be like, oh, this guy's kind of like dudes don't talk gratitude. But here's why gratitude, thankfulness are so important. Because gratitude is the antidote for fear and anger. That's why it's so important. That's why it works. You know, there's that line from Wall Street, greed is good. Greed works. So even if you're freaking Gordon Gecko and you're just, you're just this cynical, evil person, 
Well, you're not, if you're, if you're in anger and in fear, and th that causes a lot of people to run around like a chicken with their head cut off. What is gratitude? Gratitude is the antidote. And it's something that you can do either through a journal or through an action step that is the antidote, that is the antidote for negative emotions. In my case, it's anxiety. I have anxiety sometimes. I'm not afraid to admit it. Um, gratitude, why does it work? Well, gratitude works. And this is something identified by Tony Robbins. This is my opinion. It works because it creates a sense of acknowledging the strengths that you have, the assets that you have. Well, why is that important? That's important because if you have assets, you feel like you have a base, it gives you the confidence because that's what you need to actually push off. You need the confidence. You need the sense of assets. And I think that's one of the reasons why spiritual people can be so successful because if you literally have the feeling that God is with you, God is beside you, God is guiding you, it gives you a sense of purpose. And what better asset that you can have and everyone that can have that God is animating every single thing that you do. You have gratitude. I have gratitude for my creator. I'll share it with you right now. I'll do the exercise. I have gratitude for my home. I have gratitude for my health. You know, I've been re reading a lot of Tich Nhat, a great Buddhist monk. And he talks about like, once you live with a sense of gratitude, you literally give up and you're like, oh my gosh, there is the morning sun providing warmth for me. I have eyes that work that get to experience the early morning rays. I can do breath work and I can really realize how important the, in the inhale is and the exhale is that everyone can access. See what I'm thinking about? Like when you start living a life of gratitude, it's hard to feel anxiety. It's hard to feel fear because you live with a sense of gratitude. Now, what now, now is this a method of covering? Because I think this is the critique of positive thinking that I think, um, and Tony runs away from that term, but I think he is positive thinking. So he kind of runs away. So, oh, this isn't just positive thinking. And I think the reason why he says that is because a lot of times people kind of pigeonhole in that space. It's like, no, it's deeper. It's not just thinking positively. It's how physiologically to get yourself in a positive state. But the gratitude, here's the key with that that I think it's important to remember. Gratitude is the, is the antidote to fear, anxiety. Right? So gratitude is the antidote to that. But... In the, in the moment, but it doesn't mean that you shouldn't be asking yourself why the anxiety is occurring. You have to make sure you're not covering up the anxiety, the source of the anxiety, right? I think that's really key. You can't just say, I'm gratitude. And then it's like, but, the, but you started your day, remember you're praying for this. So if you are feeling anxious and you are feeling fear, well, then the question is, you're in a mindset you can ask, well, why? What are those actions that I am taking or not taking that are making me feel fearful, that are making me feel anxious, and to get to the root cause of that? So, for example, if I have a lot of anxiety about not having, this is kind of an obvious example, about not having muscles, like I look bad. Well, why is that? Well, what are the behaviors that you are doing that lead to that? Well, 
may a lot of a lot of you may be saying like, well, this is kind of obvious, like, yeah, but I think a lot of times it's not. Like I had a, an acquaintance that's getting um bariatric surgery, and I'm like, that's fine. But you know, I would kind of like to know before you got that fat, did you ever really engage in the mindfulness of why you were fat in the first place? Right. Um, what are the things that you're doing? Like I've you know, I was over 300 pounds for a long time and had a real ready phase. Well, what was a big contributor to that? Daily alcohol use. I had a really ruddy complexion. What was the cause of that? I was drinking too much. Like it was my own actions that led to that, that in turn enhanced the anxiety. So to really think about, so that's my take home for you, Rockney Cast students out there, um, you dudes. If you're feeling fear, if you're feeling the anxious, anxious identify one thing that's causing the fear identify one thing that's causing the anxiety that you can do or that you can remove so that's the first thing because we can all subtract things it doesn't cost anything to subtract so if you're drinking every day and you're feeling i'm betting you're feeling really anxious or really stressed or really sad and you, I guarantee you, you are making yourself more sad by doing that. So the first thing you can do is stop, stop drinking. And you're like, oh, it's so hard. Well, first of all, if, if you can't stop and you're continuing to do it, you're an alcoholic. I'm just saying you are. So if you can't stop without help, one thing you can do is you, you can check yourself into AA. Now, I have not needed to do that because I was able to stop drinking for the most, I still drink a little bit. So if you see me with a beer, don't think I'm like going on a bender. I'm going to get into that in a later podcast why I still drink, but it's like once a quarter and it's like two drinks. I mean, it's not that much. Um, and when I go tubing, I got to have some bush light. I'm, I'm sorry. So we're, we're down pretty much to like five or six times a year. I mean, that's pretty good. So you may think I still have issues, but, but Theo, this also comes up in the interview with Theo and Tony Robbins that, Theo talks about how good he feels with AA. So even though I've been able to stop drinking for the most part, um, and I never really woke up in a, in a, in a back of a, you know, um, Chevy, whatever, you know, not knowing where I was. So I, I never felt like I needed to do that. Like Theo says that like literally after he does AA, he feels so good that like he looks forward to the sessions and he feels like he can do anything, you know, with the AA. So it's, this is the type of stuff that you're getting on it. Um, but so, so take one thing that you can kind of remove. And then one thing you can add, one small step that you can make to add that's going to make you feel better. So I can give you one example that requires some movement. Saunas. Saunas make you feel really good. Now, if you don't have access to a sauna, you can go spend 25 bucks and do one session. Or if, if you don't want to spend money with that, you can exercise. You can do jumping jacks. You're going to feel better. What are the What's one action that you can add? And what's one thing that you can subtract that's causing the anxiety and causing the fear. And I think if you don't know what those are, write it down. So then he starts with gratitude to kind of do an antidote to fear and anxiety. He does not check his phone. Two, he says a prayer for others that he wants other people to thrive. And that's what he really does. And then the final thing Tony Robbins does is the three to thrive. What are the three action steps that I can take that I'm going to thrive today? And this is what the whole freaking interview is. It's just one thing after another of these kind of actionable tidbits that you can actually use to enhance what you're doing. And better yet, it's even free. So that's one part of it. 
that I think you'll really, really love. Um, but then he talks about other things in terms of like the sources of misery. So I'll provide a little bit of that. So he talks about, for example, what does cause people to be miserable in the first place? Well, what he says is, are you focusing on what you have rather than what you don't have? And he asked that question to Theo Vaughn. Well, a lot of times people focus on what they don't have. And certainly there's value in the chase, but that creates its own kind of self-fulfilling prophecy of misery because you're constantly identifying happiness as something you don't have rather than coming what comes from within, rather than acknowledging and appreciating what you do have, right? So that's the question for you. Like if you don't weigh you look, you don't weigh, you don't like the way your body is. The question is, are you maxing out what you got? Isn't that the first question? Like, what do you already have that you're not using? Are you not MacGyvering your own life? So before you complain about what you don't have, the question for you, whether it's in looks, whether it's in your bod, you're like, oh my God, I just have this big, huge belly and chicken legs and I don't like the way that I look. Well, what are you doing to change the way that you look? Get off your ass. Remember, self-esteem isn't just your belief. This is what Tony said this morning. I'm already getting, I'm already sounding like Tony Robbins. Self-esteem isn't what you just, a feeling you have. It's earned by the actions you take, doing hard things to make, to fulfill your purpose. That is the purpose of self-esteem. That's how you get it, by doing hard shit and by getting stuff done. So are you utilizing what you already got. And if you aren't, why not? Ask yourself that. So that's one source of misery that Tony identifies. So many people focus on what they don't have. Related to that is the next step that Tony identifies. And this is just Epictetus Stoicism. Are you focusing on what you can control when you get to sleep, what you put in your body? the breath work practice that you have, the self-care activities that you have, the relationship activities that you control, or are you focusing on what you cannot control? What is outside of your control that, you, you know, and politics, by the way, politics, and I've identified this for a long time, I can't control politics. So I'm still going to be doing some stuff on politics, mainly just to flush it out of my system not because I think I'm like growing because I don't think anyone, you know, one of my pet peeves with Bernie and AOC, it's like, we'd all be happy if Bernie got elected or AOC got elected. Trust me, not only would you not be happy, you're going to be a lot worse off. But if you're looking to politics or external sources to fulfill your own happiness, trust me, that ain't gonna work. You have to focus on what you can control in advancing. And that's one of the reasons with the Rockney Cast Reset, why I wanted to identify those tangible things that will enhance your life in mind, body, and spirit that will that are within your control and to break them down because I'm kind of I'm kind of a master at that, is breaking them down into the small steps. So that's one thing that people are always focusing on what they can't control. So if you're focusing on politics, you cannot control that right it's the victor frankel thing you know when he was in the concentration camp well he couldn't control what he was in but one thing that he could control were his thoughts he could control how he responded to being in the concentration camp 
And that's not power of positive thinking. That helps him survive. The survival rate based upon people who focused on what they could control or what they couldn't control was significant, even under the worst of circumstances. And the third source of misery that, that Tony identified relating to what you can control versus what you can't control, well, think about your past. Your past, by definition, is something that you can't control. What can you control? The present. The pro present moment you can control. And the future, which is based upon the present moment, is what you're building towards to give yourself a sense of purpose in terms of what you're doing. So if you're focusing on the past, which a lot of people do, what, what are the emotions that arrive from the past? Anger, regret. Um, regret's a big one. Uh, you What you could have done, what you should have done. Why does this lead to so much misery for people? Because you can't control it. It's literally something that you can never change. You can never change what has already happened. But what you can change is how you think about what has already happened. And that is by being in the present moment and taking action steps to be able to address those things that have happened in the past, right? You cannot control those. You can control how you respond to them. And so these are just a few of the examples that I got by this ad, not this ad, this interview between Theo Vaughn and Tony Robbins. And it's just one of many. And the other thing that he gets into more detail, and I'm sure he does if you actually go to the Tony Robbins events, is the use of the physicality to get into the emotional state to get it because it's because he does realize that it's more it's 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 more difficult than just saying stop drinking it's more difficult than saying stop drinking or smoking it's more difficult than saying just start exercising just just do it right it's more it's more complicated than that he agrees with that but he gets you into the state where you can do these great achievements um, you know, one other thing that he talked about in terms of sources of misery, where you start willing to identify it, you identify what's causing it, you identify what you need to do about it. And then he talks about jumping through and then actually then making that actionable um, and actually doing it because these windows don't stay open forever. So this is just a small set of um, sort of ideas that kind of popped into my mind uh, with Tony Robbins. I think the, it, with this interview, Tony Robbins and Theo Vaughn, and I think this is why so many people are miserable is that they don't really think about why, why things are the way that they are and what that is within their control that they can actually do about it that does not cost any money whatsoever. By the way, friends of the Rockney cast, I don't have any sponsors I'm not trying to sell shit. Although if I ever get famous, I'm going to try to sell shit so I can make some moolah, I can make some cash, but I'll never sell anything that I don't actually believe in. But most of the stuff that I'm talking about, it's all free. That's the thing. So I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, like breath work, like any loser can breathe. Any, any loser can do gratitude practice. Any loser can get up early, uh, but not you're actually a winner if you do these things. But there are so many things that you can do to, to, to strengthen your mind, body, and spirit. And nearly all of them are free. It's freaking awesome. And so that's what I want really to think about. And nearly all the things that Tony talks about are free to do. You don't need to buy 
some fancy app. And, you know, one of my favorite influencers that I really, really like is Ben Greenfield. Really like him. Um, he's a biohack guy, religious guy, really, really good. One thing I don't like about him, he'll sell a lot of like these really expensive devices that you may or may not need. And he does identify a lot of free things that you can do. So Ben, if you're listening, um, I think that is something where it's like, yeah, I mean, he is, uh, but he does identify that he sells a lot of like devices, you know, to monitor certain things. And I'm like, you know, for that, I don't think most of the stuff he really should be focusing on the free stuff. And, uh, and I think that is a fair critique uh, for him. So friends, the Rocky cast, I hope you found this particular uh, Tony Robbins thing really. And here's the other thing too. One of the things I love, and I'll just, I'll kind of close with a little stat that he provided that I actually believe is true. And then the, this awesome joke for reading the ad. It's the only time I laughed out loud, loud during, um, during a, a, a read of an ad by Theo Vaughn. It was hilarious. But one of the things I love about all this emerging science in this alternative health space, whether it's sauna, whether it's gratitude, whether it's positive thinking, whether it's Tony Robbins, Tony Robbins cited in Journal of Psychiatry two, you know, if you know someone that has depression, he cited, he cited two peer-reviewed, one peer-reviewed study where two Stanford psychologists, academic psychologists, that actually studied the longitudinal impact in terms of positive and negative um, emotional states after a Tony Robbins immersion. And what Tony identified is that after 11 months, peer-reviewed study, double-blind, I don't know if it was double blind because how do you know whether you went to a Tony Robbins thing or not? But 72% reported uh, an, a reduction, 72% reduction in negative thinking, 52% increase in positive thinking and positive emotions that people felt after going to a Tony Robbins seminar. And more importantly, 100% reduction in um, depression, 100%. Now that sounds too good to be true, so I don't know. But I think the full the, the whole field of psychiatry and psychology, I do think it's is is good, and there are things to understand there. But in terms of pharmacological psych psychiatric practice, I think a large amount of it is total bullshit. Especially if you're not doing the health related practice, the spiritual practices, the things that you should do before you get to that stage. Some people have acute mental illness that can be treated in no other way except through a pharmacological intervention. I acknowledge that. I'm not saying you can't do that. But so many interventions are taking a pill right away. It's equivalent to like taking a blood pressure pill before you lose weight or, you know, taking something for your breathing before you stop smoking. Get to the underlying root cause. So I thought that was really interesting that, that, that now in a lot of areas, whether it's sauna, whether it's fasting, whether it's positive thinking, there actually is a lot of journal science-backed research on this. And he started, he cited two Stanford professors that did a journal that was published, an article that was published in the journal Psychiatric Psychiatry um, based upon going to a Tony Robbins seminar. So Tony Robbins, I'm here to tell you, is legit. So I'll close with a hilarious joke. He didn't really mean it to be funny, but I thought it was hilarious. He did this read, Theo Vaughn did this read for Blue Chew, uh, which supposedly is like a gum to help you if you got issues down there. And just the way that he read it was like hilarious because he was just reading the ad and he was like, you know how it'd be kind of embarrassing if you went into a weird like a drugstore and like, what are you here for? Well, you know, I, uh, 
uh, well, uh, you know, I'm here for the the wiener dope, the wiener dope. And he's like, well, you don't got to go to a wiener dope for Viagra. I don't I, Yeah, I'm not Theo Vaughn. I want to do as part of my launch year of 2020, I want to do some funny stuff, but I mean, I, 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 I'm not Theo Vaughn. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like 10% as funny as Theo Vaughn, but you got to watch it because it's like wiener dope, you know, in the, so that's why you should buy Blue Chew. Blue Chews, you don't have to go into it. Well, you just had to see how he actually read it. Like, if you don't laugh when you actually listen to that, like, I don't know what to think of you because I thought it was like freaking awesome. So friends, you have made it through to the first, the first reboot episode of the Rockman Cast. Oh, yes. And if you're still here, you must share this episode. First, you must watch this Theo Vaughn interview with Tony Robbins and watch the whole thing and let me know um, how you did. I'm actually going to do a poll episode to see whether you actually watched it. And number two, send me some good email or feedback on rockycast at gmail.com on what you learned from the Tony Robbins, Theo Epstein, um, Theo Epstein, Theo Vaughn, oh, Theo Epstein. I felt bad for that guy. He wanted the last name of Epstein. It's like, oh my God. <laughs> what if your last name was like Epstein? That would really suck. Um, but no, not Theo Epstein. Theo Vaughn. Theo Epstein. Theo Epstein was like the general manager of Chicago Cubs. I'm not talking about Jeffrey Epstein. But no, Theo Vaughn was the guy that interviewed. So I'm gonna put up, I'm gonna post a poll to see whether you actually listen to that. And then send me an email at rockneycast at gmail.com, especially if you're a dude. See whether you've improving your life and share it with one person and watch the damn video. And let me know how you like this particular Rockneycast or what you got out of that particular episode in terms of your own life. Why do you do the things that you do? You know, there's that one hit wonder movie from like the early 90s where they like focused on a band with like one, like, you know, yeah. Do the things you do. Remember that? It was, it was kind of like a one-hit wonder pop movie. It was, it was actually pretty good. But why do you do the things that you do? And I think if we knew that, we wouldn't do them. But that's the whole point of mindfulness is thinking why we don't do the things that we should do and why we do the things that we shouldn't do. I think Paul said that in one of his letters. Like, why does he do the sinful things that he should do and doesn't do the virtuous things that he should do? This is like the humanity's lament. But I'm here to tell you that if you start thinking about that, you will start thinking and doing the things that you should do. And you will start avoiding those things that you shouldn't do. Like having a shot of vodka or whiskey every night. I never did that. Well, I well, I well, there was one time where I did some Boilermakers like every night. Like you get a little IPA, a little whiskey. It's pretty good. One of the reasons I'm never going to completely stop drinking. I'll keep it to like five or six times per year. But in any event... If you've gotten this far, I want you to refer and share this with other people because I think they'll be able to benefit because that's the, especially for dudes, because I want dudes to improve their life. Now, women, I'm not a woman. I got a pair of women. I'm not a woman. I got a pair of balls. So I have no, I have nothing to offer you. So go hang out with like Renee Brown or, you know. So only women can listen to the show or like women who are concerned about their dudes, then they can listen to it. But other than that, like go to Brene Brown or watch the few, 
This is for people with balls. Um, and trans women, I, I, I suppose you're welcome. Welcome to the club, but you don't have balls. I, I don't know. Are, are, can you add them? I don't know. When you get the surgery, do they add some like, I suppose if you have fake balls, you can join the Rocky cast and you can, you can listen in. But share this episode with people. Let's grow this audience. Right now, I got like 15 that regularly tune in. And, you know, I need to grow the audience. So share this episode, give me positive reviews and help co-create this content so we can expand our audience because my audience is not as big as Tony Robbins' audience. So that's it for this episode of the Rockney Cast. I'm going to get kicking and do those three actions to thrive thing that I'm going to try to do today to get stuff done. Um, but I hope you found this episode positive. Because ultimately, that's what this podcast is about, are those little positive action steps that you can take for dudes to improve your, your mind, your body, and your spirit. That's the that's the essence, as it were, of the Rockney cast. So friends, stay tuned for future episodes. I'm going to be doing one directly on alcohol. And um, continue to grow, grow this audience and have fun together, learning and sharing things on the Rockney cast. So friends, until next time, you and I see each other on the Rockney cast.